Welcome to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Morning, Dishers. I'm Steph March. Good morning, Dishers. Dishers. Here we are Woo-hoo. on... Okay, weather report. Weather little report. Little balmier today. It's a little. It's it's balmy. It's lovely. I'm gonna say that it's uh, it's got a nice little uh, warmth to the air, even though it's not warm. There's a little bit of it. It's the kind of uh, weather that you don't mind going out and running your errands right. and doing some. I fun don't have stuff. to like crunch my shoulders all the way up into my neck while I try to stay at least a little bit warm. It is a little windy, but yeah, you I'm know, fine with that. put your scarf on. Yeah. Go burn some stuff. You know what's a very weird experience? What? Going with your daughter to Liquor Lyles for two-for-ones. Oh, yeah. Huh? (laughs) What do you think of that? I was like, okay, I'm going to be right near her house and like right around 6 o'clock. Maybe she's not doing anything. So I was like, hey, do you want to go have a drink? She's like, yeah. I go, well, how about we go to P.S. Steak? And she goes, well, or we can just go to Liquor Lyles because it's two-for-one and it'll probably be cheaper. I was like, okay, well, I don't think you're paying, but let's go. Yeah, right. Uh- <laughs> so we meet That's at Liquor sweet Lyles. Of her. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, hang out there and have some two for ones, have some uh, pepper jack cheese curds. Yeah. That, I did not know that was a thing. It was it a thing. It can be a thing. And the lady's like, well, those aren't on happy hour. Do you still want them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They're $6. They're six bucks, baby. They're <laughs> well, not four. Them. So as I'm paying the bill yeah. at Liquor Lyles, it's $38 with the tip. Yeah. It was fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. They had those really old-fashioned, cute, sweet, original lowball glass. Yeah. You know, like the kind that you only got in like the restaurants where it's it must only be like a two ounce glass. Oh, yeah. But it's perfect. Like fits in your hand yeah. perfectly. I know. It's a classic experience. The entire thing. Yeah. It I was pretty funny. So that's that. uh, what I did last night is go to Liquor Lyles for two for ones with my kid. That's kind of amazing. It's just weird. I don't know. Is it weird? Because last weekend so. I brought her a bottle of vodka, too, that I had. No, she's a college kid. Okay, so we've crossed over and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think so. I had lunch with mine. Um, I had lunch. Matt came into town. He has a wedding. One of his friends is getting married. So so he was in town. So we went to go sit at... The funny thing is we go sit at... uh, we went to Baltimore, you know, because we were, he had to run to Rosedale to get some pants. And so sure. I was like, let's go to pants. Baltimore. Pants. I did happen to see Jason Matheson was working his biscuit booth <laughs> yesterday afternoon. I'm like, you are working hard. And he's like, girl. So, yeah, he's, yeah, he's worked a lot. He is. Uh, we did our podcast, our second helping at Potluck last weekend. So yeah, you can listen to great. that online. Um, Rick Nelson did his top five and all five of the picks were from Potluck. I oh, thought he that did was an great. all five top pick thing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, I, so anyway, we went to Baltimore and, uh, and it's funny because Matt was always the kid, by the way, who would, when we would all go out for dinner, he was the guy who's going to order the steak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's like, he had that no, was Ellie. yeah, he had no qualms. Most expensive thing yep. on the menu. Venison yep. wrapped remoulade. Sure. sure. Yeah. I'll Whatever. Have two. Yeah. Filet. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, there's a, there's a bone in ribeye. $59. Yeah. Oh, wait. And wait, you can get a side of Renee's? Yeah. Sure. Lobster on top? Sounds yep. great. So I kind of always am ready for that, you know? And he was just like, oh, no. Sandwich? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I mean, sure. Sounds good. Are you sure you don't want anything else? He's like, no. Sandwich is good. And I was like, he's become a different human. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has to pay. <laughs> who understands the value of things. And I kind of love that. So That's funny. I know. Um, what'd you eat this week? Did you have a good week of jeeting? <sighs> I don't know. I I have a couple that I'm going to put in. I'm going to talk about in the top two. So I got to save the. Okay, I got a couple. Okay, I got to pull up. All right. Um, 
there's something that I had not had before that was pretty delightful at the Lex. Okay. Walleye cake. Yeah. And it's like a nugget and it's fried, but inside it is this delicious, like moist uh, walleye flake. Yeah. And then it's on like this bed of kind of a spicy, like not tartar sauce, almost like yogurt with dill. Yeah. And these fresh pickles. So there was a briny, acidy. It was real good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Walleye cake. Sure. Let's do it. Loved. Look at it. I'm going to show you the picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really just delicious. It's like they look sort of benign. You know what I mean? It kind of looks like little morsels. But yet they're they're super good. That's good. Yeah. So there was that. Okay. Um, Other things I ate this week. I want to um, tell you about what you can do when you have leftover Chinese sweet and sour sauce. You know how you get takeout? Yeah. And like a lot of times you're left with the sauces. There's too much sauce. And I've become that person that can't throw things away. So I freeze <laughs> like the little leftover you bits of sauce. I did. Freeze extra sauce. I did. Oh, God. And it's been in the freezer for a while. Yeah. And I'm trying to clear out because my 72 Cause pounds pork of pork is coming. is coming. I know. So I'm like, oh, what is this little dribbin drab? Oh, sweet and sour. Okay. I'd gotten some fish from Sitka Salmon from the farm share that yeah. we have. Mm-hmm. And I put my little frozen lump of sweet and sour sauce. I grilled my fish in the pan or what? I don't know. That's not grilling, whatever it is. It's cooking, cooking it in the pans, <laughs> cast iron skillet. And then I put my little lump of leftover sweet and sour in there with a knob of butter. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Oh. And Kurt was like, this is the most delicious sauce. Sugar chicken. But I need, it was fish. Oh, sugar fish. Yeah. Sugar fish. That's what we call it when you get bored. When you pour the sauce, what do you want from the Chinese place? The sugar chicken. Yeah. You know, the sweet and sour chicken. Or the orange chicken. It's just sugar chicken. So I didn't have actually enough of the sauce. So then I just took a little bit of Major Grace chutney and whisked that that in there. That would be a, uh, that would be a upgrade, I believe. Yeah. I just made a fantastic pan sauce. Yeah. Out of leftover dribs and draps. <laughs> so save whatever no. you get from when no. you order a Chinese food. I don't know. It depends. I just, I don't think I could do that. It was a really great meal. It I mean, actually, that's, I, I applaud the ch- the chutney edition and the butter is a really good way, but I just feel like that's going to get weird and break and I don't know. Do you want to know what else is weird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I'm turning into my mother in so many ways. Can I quickly sidebar tell you how many people have made this comment to me this week? Like, I don't know what's in the air. But that something. you're turning into your no, mother no, or that I am. That other people have said that to me. Three different separate people have made that exact comment to me. So let me hear about how your mummification is going. Okay. So I've been thinking about Thanksgiving a lot. Gravy. I did a make ahead Maybe gravy recipe. And then my sister was like, well, you know, Skylar, who's my niece, just loves gravy. And I never make gravy. So she's like, if you are making the gravy for Thanksgiving ahead, why don't you make a little extra? Well, asking me to make something for someone that I love, that is like the door has opened. Right, right, I've made right. six pints of gravy. <laughs> oh, my God. I made like chicken thighs one night and then I was like, oh, look at all this leftover like schmaltz in the cast iron skillet from the chicken thighs. I can make more gravy. I have just made so much gravy and it's fantastic. Is it good? Yeah, I, I can make really good gravy because Maybe I you have... should give me some okay. because I don't. This is one of those things like this is one of those things that is kind of a curse of our Thanksgiving is that we 
Yes, and sometimes I assign it to Matt. God, I don't think he's listening because I know he's here, but he, I think he's asleep still. But so the idea of like he has ruined our gravy a couple times and it may not necessarily be his fault because, you know, there's instruction and there's things. But it's like we, one year we did it. I did it kind of ahead or I had like this really great recipe. Well, I lost that. I have no idea where that one is. But like it just has kind of always been like, Bleh. And the kids love gravy, and the reason it's not great is because I don't care about it. Okay, that makes me feel like I need to go home right now and blacken up some thighs in the skillet. Yeah. Because my dog's so old that I'm now feeding her basically chicken. Yeah, well, that's good. CBD lace chicken. That's all you got. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I'm giving her CBD oil and chicken. But I can make the gravy. All right, you make my Thanksgiving gravy, and I will give you credit. And like the idea that your whole family is sitting around at Thanksgiving making my gravy or eating my gravy almost makes me well up with tears. Oh, because we're all going to cry. <laughs> we're super going to cry. By the way, I'm just going to tell you right now, Jake is in the Wizard of Oz at Orono High School and he is the Cowardly Lion and it is a spectacular performance. <laughs> it really is. I <laughs> just watched some video. I got to tell you, if you have nothing going on, there's a 2 p.m. show today. There's a 7 p.m. show tonight. There's tickets available. There's shows next weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at 7 p.m. It is fun. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Their costumes, they've done a steampunk version of uh, of Wizard of Oz. Sure. It is so good. And But my point is, I've basically been sobbing since I started watching <laughs> the show. Yesterday. Well, and we just made the determination that next weekend will be our Thanksgiving show. Mm-hmm. And then the weekend after that, which is actually after Thanksgiving. The post-feast show. We will have the post-feast. And since I'm going to be in town, Ellie's going to come in with me. Uh, Jake's going to come in with Steph, so we'll have a family post-Thanksgiving wrap-up, and we can cry about the Smarch family eating my gravy. Yeah, that'll be the time to do it. Uh, We have a lot of great guests today, though. We do. And a lot of great things to talk about. There's a lot, a lot of good stuff happening, and I'm excited by the fact that our show is going to be so great. Yes, so uh, hang tight. We are sponsored by our friends at El Burrito Mercado, so if you are looking forward to having a Mexicanized feast, you can do that. They've got all the things that you can order and take home. And I got to tell you, there is a spectacular profile on Melissa Diaz Silva in the uh, in the magazine in the Best Restaurants 2019 issue of Minneapolis St. Paul. All right, on newsstands now. That's fantastic. She's a really great person, and her family's done a lot for the uh, immigrant community in town. Yeah. So fun, wonderful. All right, we're going to take a break. We will be right back on the Weekly Dish. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, Steph March. We have some fun friends in studio today. When we did our cookbook swap, one of the things that we auction off for charity is the opportunity to come and sit in studio. So we have four guests in studio today. We have Diane and Jen and Brian and Larry, and they brought us some fresh pickles and pickled corn and uh, someone made serrano mustard. I know. I'm pretty excited about all that. I know. It's going to be a fight between you and I on who gets it what. It will. It That's will. <clears throat> all right, Steph. As we <laughs> round up to uh, Black Friday-ness. Yeah. I, okay. How are you feeling generally about a couple things? Let's just discuss. Let's just discuss. Because we have, we're missing a week of time yes. from between Thanksgiving and the feast. Thanksgiving is real late this year. I mean, it happens. You know what I mean? Like, this is a cycle. People are like freak out like it's never happened before. It I don't remember it ever being this late, but it, it I don't has. remember anything that <laughs> happened last year. So works like Yeah, that. I know. But I know. Honestly, Megan, my daughter, sent me a text of her Michael Buble Christmas thing. She goes, I've started. She's so mean. And I'm like, no, you're not allowed to listen to Christmas music until after the feast. And she said, but we, we're a lot, we've lost a week. Like a week. It's already shorter. So I, I was to- listening to one of my oldies channels. No. And uh, they've flipped. 
No, have they? Yep. And I was like, "Oh, Already? this is so wrong. It's right." <laughs> no, uh-uh. nope. I gotta have the. I gotta have the feast. I gotta have the feast. I was feeling like I was gonna start decorating. I have the whole outside of the house decorated, but that was just smart because last year, do you remember me trying to drill holes into my flower boxes to get those pine boughs in because it's frozen solid? Yeah, I mean, I get it, and that's a lot of people in our neighborhood. I saw them putting up lights, you know, last night, and they're gonna do it today because it's yep. gonna be forty degrees for sure. I I bet by Monday everybody's you know lights will be up and on. And I'm totally gonna do that when I get home. Oh, so my boxes are good to go because yeah. I wanted to get everything in before it froze, and then it promptly froze like a day later. So everything's frozen in. Um, but yeah, I had a hard time last year, so everything looks very festive. Well, I and I'm not. I, here's the deal. I get it. I just I don't. I mean, I, I was at the mall yesterday, and the entire thing. It's like you walk into the mall, and it is you are in Christmas land. Yeah, like Rosedale, the music is. Where you at Rosedale? Because yeah, they've Rosedale. done a really good job. And like it's white, and it's like snowy, and the whole thing. But I'm just I'm not there yet because you walk outside, and it's it's not it's not there. Also, here's the deal, and this is why I'm such a you know, a Grinch about this, but that's because I don't want to get sick of it by the time. I mean, I'm, I get kind of excited by it, but by the time Christmas rolls around, I, I don't want to be like, I've heard this song 50 times. It's you Christmas. Want it to be I want to be excited yeah. for actual Christmas. So that's why. And plus, you know, the feast. Okay. So then how do you feel about all the black Friday deals? Leaking kind of, out. I mean, I don't even know if it's an official leak. It's just a sieve. Yeah. Like it's happening. Well, Here's the deals. Well, like, and like Old Navy the other day sent me a, you know, a, a message like 50% off everything. I'm like, well, this is the shopping you would be doing on yes. Black Friday. And you Garnet know? Hill is 40% off plus free shipping already. Yeah. I'm like, huh. Yeah. Are, are we worried that because we have less time? And I have bought a lot of gifts already. <laughs> I, I, I You're I have, on round one of like seven. Of my gift giving? Yes. How do you know this about me? 11 that- <laughs> freaking years together. Hello. Oh my God. We talk about it all the time. And then I like forget what I have. Yeah. And so then I and buy more. Yep. Yes. And my sister was already like, no, you already have a gift for her. Stop yeah. buying stop. her things. Yep. Mm-hmm. This, I am turning Remember into my mother. Remember you were trying this last year to stop doing that? Yes. And Stephanie, we've drawn names. Yeah. So you only get one thing for one person. But the little kids. Well, okay, little kids. But still, you don't need to buy them seven things, right? I mean, I have a friend who just had a baby. She's like, we're basically wrapping the toys up that people gave, you know, for the baby. like, And then he can have those at Christmas. Oh, like, that's kind of funny. Too much. There's yeah. already too much. And just consuming. I know. I'm just saying that, like, I, and this is just from a woman who moved, you know what I mean, a couple yeah. years ago. And all of, of everyone's gifts I had to throw away that I gave them. I, that was an eye opener. Yeah. I tell you what. I was like, oh, I thought this was really funny. I thought you would really like this. Here it is in its box. Okay. So. All right. Well, I need to have that conversation with Kurt because he's like the little boy that we agree we're going to do one thing. And then he does 10 things. Yeah. And he does them all the day before the holiday. Oh, right. He goes out and he gets all excited. And then like, it can't be equal because I can't. Right. See, that's the thing. You have an equality thing, too. Oh, I do. For sure. You have, like, a measuring thing. where I just I have to say, like, when we drew names last year, and I got got Joey, and I was super excited because I got him. You know, we were all like, oh, it's a $50 limit. Well, that's where I think, like, okay, I don't have to stick to the limit, and that's the generosity piece in my mind. So, you know, I bought him that pink Dutch oven from Great Jones, and he uses it crazy all the time. That's fun. And that's perfect. And that was, like, not $50. So I would rather buy one thing that is a little bit more extravagant than, like, 10 things that... Are just kind of crap. crap. Yep. <laughs> uh, are you feeling like you're needing a new instant pot yet? No. 
I'm not. I don't want another one. I just, the fryer lid that I bought, the air fryer lid, is interesting. I have not used it a lot. Like, rarely. Yeah. And that's mostly I decided is because I can't do a mass quantity with it. You know what I mean? It's really my idea of the Instant Pot is I love it because I can do things fast and I can do it without looking at it. And I can, um, I can do a lot. Like, I can make a ton of kanji, right? But with the air fryer lid, not only do I have to check it and flip things and... And then I have to like watch it. It's it's a pain in the butt. This comes right into what I wanted to talk about, which is if you're going to do the Instant Pot thing, there's a few things you need to consider. Okay. And one of those things you just said, it's not really an Instant Pot. It is a hands-off pot. Oh, yeah. And that's why you don't like like having to get in there and flip things and I don't turn flip things. It. Well, if I'm using a thing, I'd ra- then I'd rather just use the oven because then I have the space. If I'm going to do the same thing I'm doing in the oven, then I'm just going to use the space. And here's generally the rule of thumb on that. If something takes 20 minutes or less to cook on the stove, use the stove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because firing up your instant pot and we all have fans and we know... I mean, it takes, sometimes it can take a long time. Because it has to come up to pressure. Yeah. So depending on how much liquid is in there, yeah, it's not really like happening in an instant. No. But there are things that really do happen in an instant or that are worth the instantaneousness. One of which, I mean, we've talked about eggs. Yep. Also, quick rice. I just made yep. with my Chinese meal the other day. I made my rice in the Instant Pot, a cup a cup. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the um, uh, risotto. Pasta. I've never done pasta. It actually turns out really good. I have to try that because it, to me, I feel like that's a, one of those things. Like it, it feels silly. That you would just do it in the stove? Yeah, it just takes so much shorter. You know what I mean? Like to me, it But seems... imagine this. So you cook your noodles in milk or cream, okay? And then you finish the sauce. So then you take the noodles out and you put them in your bowl and then you finish your cream sauce right in the Instant Pot. Oh. It's a pretty great recipe. I, yeah, no, I think my cream sauce is... That seems... Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll have to try it. And there's already the starchy noodles in the sauce, so yeah. it makes a little thickener. Hmm. The biggest um, thing for me, honestly, the Instant Pot, the savior is the fact that it's the frozen chicken situation. Because I have a ton of frozen chicken in my freezer, and I come home and I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that we have to eat dinner tonight. So then throwing a frozen chicken whole or a frozen chicken breast into the Instant Pot for 15 minutes and then shredding it or putting it into pasta or whatever, that's magic. Yeah, I think for me, it's doing beans. Yeah. Because you don't have to soak them. Yeah. That's and I really thing. like the texture of beans that aren't in the can better. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. So I can come home and be like, oh, we're going to have a steak. We should have some black beans with it. And I can do the instant pot black beans in the same time it would take us to make dinner. Yeah. From no, raw. It like is. Hard and beans. It seriously is one of those things where to me, the other part of it is I do have a small kitchen. And so having, you know, it is a big appliance. And so it has to be a part of everything, like to be able to fit if it's going to be like, if I'm going to do it as part of a meal, like if I'm using it for beans, I have to make sure that I do it in the right, you know, kind of sequence so that I don't have everything crowding up my kitchen counters. That's the only other thing about it that I wish it was smaller or I wish I had more space. If you're thinking about it, here's some deals that will get you through that are going to be some Black Friday Instant Pot deals. Because they're saying the Instant Pot has become like the large screen TV of Black Friday. It is. It is. People don't care about TVs anymore. <laughs> no. Nope. It is now the Instant Pot. So you can get at Kohl's, they're going to have the Instant Pot for sixty seven ninety nine from Eight Monday quart? through six Black quart? Friday. It is a seven quart. Seven and one, six quart. Six quart. Sorry. Six quart. <laughs> six seven quart. You know. Okay, Walmart is already selling the seven and one six quart for sixty five dollars. Okay, 
And then the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, this is, they're going to mark it down to 49 bucks. Wow. So if you guys want an instant pot or you have someone that's instant potty on your list and your limit is 50 bucks, bam, that's okay. when you should do it. All right. Um, Amazon will mark down the instant pot. It's already down to 65, but it'll probably go much lower because they used it as their loss leader last year. Oh. So keep your eyes for Cyber for Monday that. or for, for Black Friday? They did it both. Okay. They did it Friday and then they extended it to Monday. Okay. Um, let's see, Bed Bath & Beyond, we call that Bed Bath & Crap at our house. Uh-huh. Uh, that will for sure have some Instant Pot specials, too. Really? Okay. Um, and here's the deal. I know a lot of people get worried about, like, what size should I buy and everything else. We kind of say the six-quart is your basic, like, you can cook for yourself in it, and you can also cook for a, a bunch of people in it. Yeah, because if you have a four-quart, because it's just the two of you, but, like, what if you need to bring pulled pork to something? Right, or- like... I think like, that limits you. I would say going to the six quart or to the eight quart is kind of the basic good, you know, kind of across the board model. Um, I'm not sure when I'm going to do this. I think it's probably going to be February, but I'm just priming the prompt here for something. Yeah. Okay. The freezer at the Hansons is getting pretty full. Both freezers. Yeah. And I don't have the pork yet. I am thinking, and I would kind of want to do it for December, but then I would miss out on all the good holiday food. I think like, and I can't do it in January because I always do like weight loss January or whole 30 or something January. I think in the month of February, I'm going to only eat (laughs) for the entire month food that's in my freezer and like I'll have rules. Okay. You have to document it then. Yeah. Like I'll only like, can you add like is produce like something I could go to the store and buy? Because you can't keep produce right, fresh. No, but like, uh-uh. so would I be limited? Yeah, we have to come up with rules on this. But I really think I need to do this for the entire month. I think it's good. Because I probably cook. I probably cook three times a week, maybe. And I eat out the rest. Yeah. And then I don't really eat breakfast. And I'm down to not even eating lunch. So we need to have like freezer February. Okay, I like this plan. Okay. I like this plan. Warming you up. Warming you up. Also, by the way, don't forget, you guys, after you've been hearing all this wonderful talk about Instant Pots, we do have a group, the Weekly Dish Instant Potters. All you have to do is find it on Facebook and you can uh, send a little note to join. And it's a wonderful resource. It's searchable recipes. It's advice. People get on there and they say all sorts of good things in terms of, you know, help. What do I, how do I make, you know, has anyone tried yogurt? Has anyone tried this? And the community is 6,000 strong and it is active and it's a great uh, group of people. All right, we'll be back. We're going to take a break and be right back with the Weekly Dish. Okay, we are back on the Weekly Dish. And while we are sort of violating the rules here by talking about holiday, we felt like we needed to talk about holiday because Muddy Paws Cheesecake is going to be doing a cheesecake sampling toy and pet food shelf drive. It is with a pop-up maker's market, local um, uh, musicians, live music, it's going to be November 21st and 22nd from 11 to 8 at the Doubletree Hotel. It's free and open to the public, but they want you to bring some new and unwrapped toys. Tammy, why? how did you get started with this toy drive? Because you have Mrs. Kelly's tea there, too, right? Yeah, she's donating the tea. Yeah. Oh, she's so great, she's, too. I, she's amazing. We actually started our business the same exact month and year. Oh, 20, you did? 27 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, 27 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've been making cheesecakes as long as I've been married. That's impressive. <laughs> um, it started in my living room, actually, um, when I was 21. Um, you know, people coming over with toys just for a dinner, and it got 
over 100 people showed up and I was thinking 15. Right. And so I moved it into the bakery and just kept growing and growing and growing. So I went from 100 people to last year, 1,500 showed up. Wow. We are <laughs> yeah. talking with Tammy Cabrera from Muddy Paws Cheesecake. Um you're raising uh, funds, or not funds. Can they donate money, too, or is it just toys? Um, yeah, but they come in without a toy or um, without pet food. They can donate $10 to get in for free or whatever amount they want. And that goes to Step and Perspectives, both of St. Louis Park. Mm-hmm. They both do great work. Also, People and Pets Together, um, Kim Carrier's work. Um, that's where the pet food goes. Okay, so why is this personally important to you to gather toys for people in need? Uh, my father took me to third world countries growing up. I went to 81 countries before I was 14 and I saw a lot of death and starvation and different things. When I, and when I started my own business, I felt like I wanted to do something to give back. So that's how we started Muddy Paws. Um, I went to school for veterinary and um, I started a bakery. I started cooking at age four, my parents' <laughs> restaurants. Um, and I know lots about the restaurant world and thought I'd get away far from it and went to school for veterinary and guess what I'm right back guess in it. what it sucks you back in sucks you right mm-hmm. back in the 20 hour days seem like nothing because it's a lot of fun but yeah we started it with the mission to help children and animals we talk a lot about mission-based businesses and that's kind of a thing now where you know like if you buy something they give back what's interesting about that though is like there's a lot of businesses like yourself that you've been doing this just because that's who you are all the time we don't call you a mission-based business right. but Every year you've been gathering these toys and it's been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the need seems like it's getting bigger and bigger, isn't it? It is. The needs are getting bigger. And I'm so glad for these organizations that do so much to help. They're they're angels in our community. And I'm just doing my part. And all the people that come, people that come are so amazing what they bring. Some of these people bring seven toys and eight bags of dog food. They're amazing. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're having it earlier this year because I've been hit by snow every single year for 27 years. I'm done. <laughs> you have, I know. <laughs> it has been a journey to get to your, yes. you know, your thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah. And so, and yeah, so I'm like, nope, I'm moving it a week earlier. And then the double tree has been amazing. They gave us the whole space, the whole banquet space. I mean, just they're, they're really angels too. And for two full days, two days, you're doing November 21st and 22nd, 11 yeah. to 8. Yeah. We're talking about that. If you, if you, you've always been like, oh, I can't make it that day. Well, guess what? You have another day. Yeah, no excuses. No excuses. None. None. Yeah. We're talking with Tammy Cabrera from Muddy Paws Cheesecake about the cheesecake sampling. Talk about your cheesecakes. Wait, Stephanie, can I talk about her cheesecakes? Please. Because let you me just be had clear <laughs> that they were my daughter's wedding cake. Yes. My daughter and Megan and Andrew, they got married last week or two weekends ago. Yes. And we, I mean, basically Jake t- stood at the table with like a fork <laughs> and was like basically just eating all the cheesecakes. <laughs> and then there was maybe like, like there was like certain, you know, we cobbled the pieces together and yeah. they had to come home with me because the happy couple was going to Mexico. So Darn. basically they ended up at my house. And so I was just saying, I have <laughs> just finished eating your cheesecakes. Oh, I love it. I mean, like it, the, we timing. had like, yeah, like there's a little bit, I'm like, here's some Butterfinger one for me today. And then a little key lime pie, you know what I mean? All of them. So oh, yeah. it was a huge hit. It was oh, a I'm huge so hit. They were so fun to work with. I yes. mean, it's great, but it's, that's the thing is like, you think about, and again, like with Thanksgiving, we're, we're all talking about pies and we're going to talk about pies yeah. in the next segment. But the idea of there being something, I don't know, you guys different different yeah about it like yeah. why not have a cheesecake instead of a pumpkin pie a right. pumpkin cheesecake we with have, a ginger snap crust yeah we have that yep what do. are some of your like holiday sellers well um candy cane believe it or not the candy the candy cane's crushed it melts into the cheesecake batter it's just a perfect combination Oof. andy's candy's mint we have eight kinds of pumpkin cheesecake we have sweet potato cheesecake um eight kinds of pumpkin we do oh, pumpkin <laughs> what like the bubba gump of 
Pumpkin yeah, you are the Bubba Gump of pumpkin cheesecake, right? Seriously. Yeah. Um, but honestly, a lot of people want a classic New York cheesecake. Yeah. Because um, they're getting all kinds of other desserts coming in, like pumpkin pie and classics, and so they have an alternative They just there. want something straight, straight up. Classic. And That's some a great fresh idea. fruit on New York cheesecake tends to be actually the most popular thing during the holidays because people want something different than what they're having. Right, right. They'll handle the the other stuff, their yeah. traditional things, and then you just come in with the classic. Exactly. That's and they good. can freeze it if they want. They make it fresh, but they can freeze it for up to eight weeks. So it's like they can take a nibble out as they want through mm-hmm. Christmas or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's at muddypawscheesecake.com where people can order. I'm assuming you have the order form there. And then do people pick them up? Yep, they can pick up or they can just walk into the bakery. We're open every day, 10 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and they can just walk in or else they can order ahead. If they want something specific, they should order ahead because we do run out over the holidays um, and give us about four days notice. But that said, we have 22 flavors a day for a walk-in. We have 222 choices overall. <laughs> oh, a real slouch in <laughs> the cheesecake department. That is a, almost a little dizzying. Let me just put out, if you're worried about like not knowing what to pick, that Butterfinger cheesecake. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was a little shocked. Jake was like, you have to try this. I was like, Eh, I'm not a big Butterfinger fan. Holy buckets. I was all about Holy it. Holy buckets. <laughs> I ate like four of those pieces like yesterday. Yum. What's, <laughs> what's your um like weirdest cheesecake, do you think? We've got a lot of weird ones, but I, but I think um, I think that the Elvis peanut butter banana to me is weird. That's not my favorite combination. But other people love that one. Or peanut butter and jelly cheesecake is kind of a strange Yum. one, but people really love that one. Green tea cheesecake's a little different. Yeah. Um, I bet that sounds and so sophisticated. My staff loves Butterfinger Oreo, which I think is weird, but they love it. So there's something for everybody in the cheesecake world. I like coffee, toffee, caramel crunch. Ooh. Co- toffee, <laughs> coffee, toffee, caramel, caramel crunch. crunch. Yum, that sounds delicious. <laughs> I know. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the toys you want people to bring. Because I know that that's like, did we talk about like the, because are you aiming in a specific age bracket? I know people when they're shopping for toys, they like to think, well, what do you want me to bring? Yeah. Well, we're five to 17 is the age bracket. Um, typically, the older kids do get um, maybe not as many donations brought in. So I always try to stress that. Do not forget them. Um, gloves, hats, things with sports. Um, like logos, like teams and things, things yeah. yeah, teams and things that go are really popular with them. You can bring a gift card and they can pick out what what they oh, want. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. And so that's always a good thing. Um, but it's five to seventeen, and um, and yeah, the and then toys go to step and perspectives of St. Louis Park. Tammy, thank you for coming in. It is Muddy Paws Cheesecake. It is the Toy and Pet Food Shelf Drive, November twenty first and twenty second, Double Tree Hotel, eleven to eight. And where's your bakery? Because you're yeah. St. Louis Park too, right? Yep. We are. We moved last year. We're in St. Louis Park, right by the new Block Restaurant behind Park yeah. Tavern on Gorham Avenue. Yeah. Okay. The Park Tavern. That's a happening little street. It sure it is. is. A I have street. a friend who lives up the block, and she's like, I've walked down there like ten times. Now. It's, <laughs> it's great. Awesome. Cheesecake.com. You can order online or stop in for any of the twenty-two flavors and eat some of the weird ones. <laughs> Butterfinger. Yeah. Go wild. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Weekly Dish. Guess what? It is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, you guys. You can give us a call, 651-641-1071. You can uh, send, us a, send us a note. You can send us on the socials. You can send us an email. You can act, just call. Call and ask the questions. We are here to answer anything you guys want to talk about Thanksgiving. You want to talk about uh, things going on in your life. You have any recommendations. You have some cheesecake love you want to express. We are here for you guys. Um, I have to give a quick shout out to uh, Tracy Morgan because it is yes. my Trixie best friend's birthday and she's in Nolens. She's probably listening or not. <laughs> but anyway, happy birthday, Trixie. We love yes, you. we, we do love, love our little Trixie there. All right. We have a couple people who have sent emails questions okay. already. So I'm going to start in with this one. 
Uh, wondering, this is from Julie. She says she's wondering if you have a suggestion. She'd like to give newly married young couple a cooking class experience as a holiday gift. Do you have a recommendation of where to look, what to buy? They mostly eat vegetarian, but also appreciate good pasta, etc. Just thinking it would be fun for them to do as an educational date night. Yeah. So there's a couple ways you can do this. You can always, there's a lot of classes at all the co-ops, right? Oh, yeah. The co-ops, Lunds and Byerly's, Kowalski's, and those tend to be the less expensive classes. Mm -hmm. Then there is community education, and those are the least expensive. Then there's like a cut above that, and there's like series and special focus classes that are done by like Cooks of Crocus Hill, Kitchen Window, and the Good Acre also does a lot of good vegetarian classes, and those typically tend to be a little less expensive because there isn't uh, the whole liquor component that goes with it. Because sometimes you can have wine tasting. I think you have to kind of pick. Do you want like a party night? Do you want it to be yeah. like a big fun, like a date busy or night, or education, or do you want it to be because yeah, Kitchen Window, Cooks of Crocus Hill, and those guys—they all make it more of like a a big festive fun night. But like Good Acre will, you know, and the co-ops will be more educational. Yep. So that's. That's a really good idea. Um, is this the person who I sent the meat thing to? Because I did reply to these guys. Was this the meat skills one? I can't remember. Because I just read this and realized she said they eat mostly vegetarian. I think I might have sent her a note about how go to the Lowry Hill butcher shop because they teach you how to break down a whole hog. <laughs> Which is also so, fun. is real fun. I just think that was maybe the wrong thing. So, Julie, if maybe I said the wrong that, answer. Sorry. Uh, okay, we have a note from Kathleen. This is interesting. Uh, she says, I love your show. It provides me with so much happiness. She needs a substitute for my, she says my sides turkey. I don't know if she means sides and turkey, but she says there are 10 of us and we do the Wednesday before for Thanksgiving. Um, she hosts, but she also has a very consuming job, time consuming job. Only four out of 10 even eat the turkey. So I think I can alleviate the stress by doing a smaller scale turkey slash protein of some other sort. What are your thoughts? Um, Okay, my real thought is to do an instant pot turkey breast. Oh, God, that sounds like a nightmare to me. Okay, well, that I was know. my somebody, answer. Somebody had, there was a magazine that had an instant pot turkey breast, but yep. I don't, it's going to be that, like, when you do chicken in the instant pot, when you do the poultry and you shred it, it's just rubbery. And that's fine for me when I shred it and I put it into things, but it's never not juicy awesome okay how about just roasting well how about this instead of it just by the breasts like a lot of the places now are doing where you just you don't have to do this massive turkey just use it as part of it or buy a ham some of the co-ops a lot of the co-ops are also selling uh artisan hams i actually have a honey baked ham instant pot recipe yeah, or just buy a ham or that's already just, been cooked and then heat it up so you don't have to worry about it. Get takeout from bar or from uh, Brasa. Well, and that's I was going to say there's there's uh there's Brasa, there's Anamalis. Here's the deal. Oh, Anamalis, about Anamalis has a smoked turkey. Mm. You don't have to do anything about it. It's a smoked turkey. You just pick it up. Mm. That's it. You don't have to cook it. And that way, I think a smoked turkey is one of those things that you can have for part of it and you can freeze the rest, you can serve half of it. You don't have to cook it, so why did you know? If only four out of ten people eat it, maybe there's also something wrong with the way you're cooking your turkey. <laughs> okay, here's a weird thing too. Like, why can't you have turkey and gravy? Where like you would cook the turkey in the instant pot and then you would shred it and put it in some gravy and serve it with mashed potatoes and some green beans and a nice salad. But that seems like she's saying that nobody eats I mean, how you're we're kind of assuming that she doesn't do that already. 
She's saying she's no, like people aren't eating the turkey. Four out of ten only eat them, and it's too time consuming. And she's looking for an alternative. You just gave her the classic. Okay, do steak <laughs> then, friend. What about a pork roast? Or what about a prime pork rib? Pork roast is dry. Prime rib okay. sounds delicious. Yeah, right? Have you ever not made a dry pork roast? It's no. happened to me one time. Never. Mine has never been dry. Are you swear? I swear to God. How are you doing it? Just roasting it in the oven? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really do I've a lot like of stuffed pork it with roast. prunes and apricots. And what do you do? What cut are you doing? I don't know. What are the old grandma cuts that your mom would buy? Like <laughs> the big, not the pork loin, but the roast. Not the shoulder, but the roast, the tied roast pork. Okay. What is that? I don't know. Whatever that cut is, it's white meat. It's the butt. It's, well, but I it's mean, not a butt. pork butt. It's not a shoulder. So you can, but it is probably because you can slice those too. I mean, yes. that's like we tend to cook them low and slow to release, you know, the stuff so that you can pull it, but you can, you can slice. Didn't you look at your order form for the nettle farm? Yes. And I it. ordered a roast. And as I was ordering it, I thought I'm going to get this roast that my mom would make every Sunday. And it was dry as shoe leather every yeah, Sunday need, I would just with the rope it. on the outside. I would just braise it instead. Like, do it differently. Oh. Just cook it low and slow and braise it instead We're of trying to have, to like, it. a food fight, I think. We always do. <laughs> All right. We have another. This is one question, you guys. Anybody calling? 651-641-1071. Oh, there's a Stephanie on the line. No, Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Hi. We love Hi. our Stephanies. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> My question is, uh, it's hunting season this year, as you know, as always in yes. November. And my husband, for the first time in nine years, got a deer. Oh! And I have no idea what to do with venison. I don't particularly like the taste of venison, so I was wondering if you had any recommendations. Oh, we got we got something for you. There's a book from our friend named John Whitley, and it is called Venison. That's how easy that is. Great. <laughs> and it is spectacular the way that he teaches you how to cook it, what to use, what sides to cook with it. Like, he's got all the techniques and all the flavors that a modern person wants with their venison. Fantastic. Thank you. You're yeah. Welcome. And if you have any shanks, you can bring them to my house because I would like those. <laughs> okay. I the, other, show up. <laughs> the other thing is I had a friend who would make venison sausage because she was like, she didn't love the things. And so that's another process altogether. But she's like, I have all this meat. And so she would make grind it and then make the sausage. And she did have her butcher do it. You can do you that. You can too. hide it in chili, too. Okay. So if you yeah, don't you can love it like out. that gamey, yeah. you can just yeah. make a big pot of chili. Don't tell the kids it's venison and just hide it. <laughs> I can't think of how many times my parents made us weird stuff and then didn't tell us what it was. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. They don't need to know. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Stephanie. And her husband's so excited probably to get oh, a yeah. deer. I mean, right? I didn't go to my cabin this weekend because I was like, huh, I have a dog that might look like a deer. Perhaps it would get shot. Mm, okay. Yeah. I thought you closed down your cabin. We we did, but okay. we can go up and turn it on and start oh, her up. True, true. Okay, we have one last question that I wanted to address because this was interesting to me. Okay. This, this sort of, I went down this weird rabbit hole with Mary Pat's request. Mary Pat sent us a note saying that she's been searching for a recipe and was hoping we'd be able to help. And I want to put this out to dishers because I feel like I have no idea what this is. <laughs> wow. I know, this is what I'm saying. So she goes, I don't know if you ever shop at Fresh Time, but in their bakery area, they have something called Togas. Togas. They come in different flavors like pineapple, macadamia nut, cinnamon. They bought them a couple months ago to try. Um, and she said, I've been addicted to them ever since. They are basically a pastry that have little pieces of cream cheese in them and then a light glaze drizzled over the top. 
And they're such a treat. She goes, they come in three for a huh. box of, uh, for six bucks, three in a box. And they don't keep more than a couple of days without getting really dried out, but I haven't had kept them around long enough to see if they freeze well. Is there any chance you might have a recipe for them? Every time I Googled togas, I get the standard how to make a toga out of a bed sheet, <laughs> of course. And I'm not going to a fret party, she says. But any, you know, questions, please contact me. Thanks so much. So I went into the, my total journalistic brain was like, let's figure this out, you know? So basically, I think this is like a kolache, but it's, it's basically like a cream cheese stuffed fruit thing. And it's, but listeners, what I want to know is if you know anything about these togas, I think they're from Texas. And so there, I only see them in the frozen, and there I can't find a recipe. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll take your call after we come back.